Welcome to Barely Adulting, where two almost adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown-up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. So spring is finally upon us. It's April and Easter just passed, so I think we can officially say spring is here. Mm -hmm. Uh, In this episode, we talk about how we can embrace the idea of a spring reset. So that Mm -hmm. includes like spring cleaning, kind of a mental health reset, and what we're doing to welcome this new season of life. But yes. first, let's talk about some life updates. Yeah. Um, my life update is that I'm in San Francisco right now. Uh, not really an update about life, but I'm just here visiting Leah and Mandy. And it's been so sunny. I got sunburned on Sunday because we thought it was going to be like chilly and cold. And then it was like super sunny, really strong UV my shoulders are sunburnt. Mm. My face is sunburnt. Ouch. Um, yeah, but we got aloe, so it was fine. And then um, I went to an Orange Theory class yesterday for the first time. And it was intense, y'all. Like, I don't really do cardio that much anymore. I haven't been going to the F45 cardio classes. And it's 30 minutes cardio, like, on the treadmill. And then 30 minutes, like, weights, like, workout. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being like 30 minutes straight, they split it up into 15 minute intervals. So it was like, not bad. It was kind of like spin class where they're like, okay, go slower, go faster. Like spin class follows the beat. But this one, like the instructor tells you when to like ramp up. It was kind of hard because you have to press like the buttons on the treadmill and like adjust and whatever. Interesting. And you can go to your own pace. But the like signature of Orange Theory is that they have a heart rate monitor. Mm-hmm. and it's for free like you don't have to pay for it for f45 you have to like buy their monitor yeah participate so this one they give it to you for free and then you're on the board and you monitor like there's a gray zone which is like resting blue zone where it's like starting to get up green zone is a good amount where you should be at as your base and then orange zone is where they say the magic happens where uh, like after you spend some time in the orange zone, um, you will continue burning calories like after you're done working out. And then the red zone is like, it's still good to be in there, but like you don't want to be in there too much because you might be overexerting yourself. So like they give you a report after the class and bitch, I was in the red zone 90% of the time because my heart was like insane during the running. I was like dying. Oh And the thing is, like, physically, I didn't feel like I was pushing that hard. Like, yeah, I was out of breath. I was panting. But, like, I feel like I could have gone even harder if I pushed. But my, like, heart rate was, like, unwell. Damn. (laughs) Um, And then the strength part was, like, pretty easy. Like, I honestly think I kind of sold myself short with the weights that I chose. Um, But, yeah, it was fun. It was nice to, like, see the difference of workout um and my legs are really sore today um but I'm going again for today's class because Mandy actually works there um as a front desk Mm. so yeah we went together and then on Friday I'm going to go to core power I've actually never been to core power so I'm excited that sounds so familiar it's like um like hit slash pilates 
Yeah, I'm like, have I done it? Because it sounds like something I've done before, but I've never done Orange Theory. Oh, I have done Core Power, actually. I actually personally really didn't like it, but... Oh, really? What class I just thought Core Power, I can't remember. It was, like, something, like, like, yoga fit or something, like, you know what I mean? Like, one of those where Mm -hmm. it's, like... Like, more fitness versus, like, yoga. Oh, it's called C2 Core Power Yoga. Mm. Um, and I didn't like it because, like, I just didn't really like the studio and, like, environment. And I didn't really like the teaching style and, like, the style mm. of yoga. It's, like, just not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, But a lot of people like it, like, love yeah. it. Because it makes yoga into a workout. But mm. I'm looking, like, for the opposite of that. Yeah. Like, you want more of, like, the what actual yoga is. Exactly, which yeah. kind of brings me to my life update, which that I found a yoga studio here that I really like. It's mm-hmm. called Evolution. And what I love about it is they have both heated and non-heated classes. Mm-hmm. By the way, the core power class you're going to is probably going to be heated. So you're going to be like sweating. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think all their studios are hot. Oh. And for me, like when I... S- do hot yoga I need to be like in the mood for it because a lot of the times it causes me a headache because mm, it's like so true. hot like I can't go in a sauna either like it's like yeah. they put it on like 90 degrees or something like 90 yeah. yeah so that you actually sweat when you're doing it yeah um and the studio that I go to they have like varying ranges for the classes so some is just like room temperature some is just yeah. like mild like heat and then some are like really hot like for like a more uh-huh. intense workout and they give you like that cold towel at the end which is so nice Ooh, it's nice. like a cold towel with like essential oil so nice yeah I don't think core power does it which is also why I didn't like them yeah um yeah at orange theory they had like a whole beauty bar they had oh. like Nice. deodorant like dry shampoo showers um, they had like hair dryers and diffusers mm-hmm. like the whole shebang and I was like oh my gosh this Dang. is so nice like that's so cool yeah. I've never tried orange theory I don't think I want to because I don't like that type of cardio yeah I've been thinking lately like at 45 like I'm getting a bit bored of it mm. um yeah. I'm thinking like do I want to cancel like I'm not sure I also have a gym like right next to my house, which I could do. Um, but I I only have the eight class package, so that's only twice a week. So I'm not sure. Are you getting sick of it at all? Um, I wouldn't say I'm getting sick of it. I think it's just like not my daily routine anymore, and I go less frequently throughout the week. Um, so I definitely think like. I may not do it if and when I move. Like, yeah. I'll probably find something else if I right. want to do fitness. Right. That's, like, yeah. the problem with me. Like, is I might, like I, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I might find a gym that, like, is cheaper and then mm-hmm. also do, like, a spin membership because, like, I think my my first love is spin. Um. So I think yeah. that would be, like, my cardio and then I could just do, like, weightlifting for gym like strength right I think F45 has given me a really good foundation of strength and like understanding the basics like even in the orange theory class like I was really proud of myself for like getting the heavier weights and like Mm -hmm. I felt really good 
and because like the weight range is very different like at f45 most of the lowest weight is like 13 pounds or 15 pounds um and those were like the heavier ones at orange theory like at least within mm. the individual rack they have like extra heavy weights mm-hmm. elsewhere um but yeah i think now i have like a good basis where i could like feel better about individual training versus like where i have been for most of my like fitness career is like I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So I need like a class format for like lifting yeah. and be like, please help me. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Something to think about. I've just been craving more mm-hmm. like weights and not yeah. hit. I just, and I'm going to talk about more of that later. Yeah. About like change in fitness. Um, My mm-hmm. parents are coming soon, but I guess I'll go into that in detail, like another episode. And Easter was this weekend, which was nice. really nice. And Yay, Jesus is alive. <laughs> Current obsession. Wait, speaking of Jesus, um, so we went to this like very famous like park in SF, and there okay. is a drag show. And I was just saying in the Uber there that like I wanted to go to a drag event. We were considering okay. like drag brunch or something. Yeah. And there's a drag show and it was Easter themed. And like okay. The final act was called Hunky Jesus. And I was like, okay. what? And he literally did like, it wasn't a pole dance, but it was like a pole, kind of like a pole dance. And he dressed as Jesus. And I was like, oh, oh my damn. God, what's happening? <laughs> but it was really, I, I was so impressed. He was very talented. I was just like, this is a very interesting choice. Yeah, um, let's see. That's very creative. So, but yeah, very creative. And them. like Mandy and I were like, I couldn't even like imagine this. Like, ha- like I never thought I, I would know. See this, let alone like I can't even conjure this image in my head. Like, no, for anyway, real. Go off, literally go off. I know you do you right. Yeah. Okay. Um. But anyway, moving into quickly current obsessions because we've been babbling on for a while. Um, me and Kenny have been playing this like switch game called Castle Crashers. And like I'm not good at video games, like fighting ones, but this one is kind of like you can just like button smash and like do random things. And it's like super fun. And it's yeah. cute too. Like the graphics are cute. It's not like a fighter game or it's like ugly and like boring. Mm-hmm. It's like super cute graphics. It's like animals and it's like very cutesy. So I'm like super into it. Um, okay. And we already beat the game once, but you can unlock, like, more characters, find hidden items. Um, and it's, like, one of those games that the more you play it, the more you discover. So that's what we've been doing recently. Love it. My obsession is just drinking tea. I think I'm becoming Yu Chun. But he would not approve of this tea. Oh. But it's, like, celestial seasonings. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. I'm sure there's, like, a cult following of it Mm. but it's just like their sleepy time collection I just love it so they have like a line that's like caffeine free and they have my favorite right now is peppermint but peppermint lavender honey chamomile like I just love every flavor and normally I don't like tea bags but their teas are like better quality than like the like bad tea bags that you get at the grocery Mm. store and I'm like too lazy to do tea leaves like that's just too much work like I'm trying to drop and drink so um that's a good alternative Mm. nice I'll try it out all right 
moving into our episode. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like Annie introduced, we wanted to talk a little bit about like the changing of the season, um, a little bit different than our last season episode though, and going more into like spring cleaning, um, ways that we're resetting mentally. Um, and at the end, we're actually going to do a little letter to our future selves. Um, and then when we get those letters, we'll read them out on the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, so the first topic. The first topic, um, spring cleaning. So I've definitely been channeling this at my house because um, Yuchan is planning on moving in at the end of summer. And so my place is very small and it's starting to get cluttered. Um, and it that's really, really bothering me because just things are just gathering. Because once you live in a place, things are bound to gather, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to embrace like, okay, I get that things have their place, but they don't always need to go to their place. Like it doesn't always have to be spotless. The yeah. house shouldn't be spotless. It should be lived in. And I've accepted that it's not going to be like picture perfect house where everything is in its place and it looks like no one lives there. But yeah. I'm also trying to find the balance of like, okay, there's just not a bunch of random stuff piling everywhere, which I feel like happens a lot, especially in my yeah. kitchen. Like we don't have a pantry. So I just feel like food is everywhere all the time and it's so disorganized and it like clutters my brain. Yeah. And so honestly this weekend like I want to go through our entire kitchen and like just sort out like all the snacks that I have like pantry ingredients like what is actually in our spice rack like I need to see all yeah. the spices um and like my fridge and freezer like just take everything out and put it back I think that's what I need to do like yeah. Marie Kondo style oh my gosh <laughs> And I've been trying to clean, like, one spot at a time in my house to not be, like, overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So, like, last weekend, I did, like, our storage closet. So, I put away all of our winter decor into their boxes. Like, nice. I fixed the storage room. Like, that's good. Um, a few yeah. weekends ago, I did, like, my closet. Um, I might have to do my closet again because, like, winter's kind of ending. So, I yeah. might do that again and put stuff up on Depop. Um I just feel like there is so many things and I want to clean everything at once. But yeah. realistically, you have to do one at a time or else you're going to get so drained and you don't want to do anything after yeah. that. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. Um, so last weekend, Kenny's like dad and grandpa and uncle came to visit. And so we like, I was like, we need the house to be presentable. Like, to I our know. Dad. So we like did a scrappy job of like tidying up and mm -hmm. decluttering and we haven't really been available to do this routine, but we wanted to start a new routine where we actually do a deep clean every Friday so that we can enjoy the weekend and like be in a clean environment. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday evening, just like tidy up whatever was like dismantled over the weekend <laughs> and then yeah. like be ready for the week. Um, yeah, again, we haven't like been able to implement it just yet because we've been like having plans or away, whatever. But I think just having like a routine is something that I need. Um, mm -hmm. But in regard to spring cleaning, I was curious to think about like, what kind of things do you think about like, 
as the season's changing like do you have like an increased motivation to reset um like where are your thoughts on that I think in terms of like cleanliness that's like a year-round thing for me yeah I do like Sunday cleanings which is what a lot of people do but basically like me and my roommate will split things and our house is really clean it's just not organized so I feel like because the winter it's kind of like the holiday season like you're enjoying and all that and then there's that lull of like trying to get through winter so once once it's spring it's like yes finally have that motivation to like do this stuff because it's not summer yet because once it's summer it's like you're traveling you're like hanging out going outside like not really caring about like not really like snuggling up in your home all the time right so that's kind of my mindset there where it's like spring is kind of the before you venture out to the outdoors um you're in your home for like a couple of months and you want to get it set for like the rest of the year yeah no I yeah I think the same as well I like quickly googled like where does spring cleaning come from true there's a lot of different like cultural traditions that have you know come about um like especially around like I know for like Chinese, it's like you don't clean around New Year, like Chinese New Year mm-hmm. it ruins all the luck. But then like spring cleaning is definitely a big thing. And then even yeah. like just briefly scrolling, it was like, oh, in a Jewish tradition, it's linked to Passover. And um, oh, excuse me. I'll cut that out. Um, and then just like the biggest Google result from this one article says, in Persian culture, spring cleaning traces back 3,000 years ago to spring tradition called kanetekani, which translates to shaking the house. And it's believed that sweeping up the dust and removing clutter from one one's home will prevent ill fortune for the upcoming year. Um, and I think that's yeah. similar to like the Chinese version. Yeah. But I just think it's so interesting how like these things come from a historic kind of cultural background and then just become like almost like human nature you know like it feels very natural to do spring cleaning right saying like as the weather changes um I would be curious to speak to someone in the southern hemisphere like in Australia or New Zealand who feel like opposite environment like seasonal changes and how they feel about it um but yeah honestly that's very interesting yeah I'm thinking of like other methods to I think of course like wardrobe is going to be a big one because like you're going to be wearing different clothes and I think it's a good opportunity to donate to like winter clothing drives if you're thinking of like getting rid of some winter clothes right Um, and just like like you said like Marie Kondo being very intentional of how you set up for the next season right Um, and I feel like like what you said about like you know having a cluttered space impacts your mental health Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a really big key and we've mentioned it many times before but like if your space feels uncomfortable or unwelcoming I think it definitely impacts um, your mental space and um, that kind of brings me to like the intersection of you know organizing and organization and also feeling organized mentally and so 
yeah, that kind of brings me to think about like the mental health methods that I've been doing recently and um, maybe what you can take into your own spring reset and uh, adopt these like habits if you think they resonate with you. Um, so the first two that I wanted to talk about are more like focused things that I've learned in therapy, but I think are really good for, like I said, setting intentions and just being mindful of like what the spring brings you. And so the first one is body scans. It's not a, like a new concept. A lot of people talk about it, but basically just literally scanning from the top of your head all the way to the bottom of your feet and just evaluating anything that comes up. It could be physical. It could be like thoughts that come up. And it's just really a check-in to see where you're at. And for example, like maybe you're feeling like tension in your shoulders. And of course that could be from exercising or like physical things or you're sat like in a bad posture all day for work. But sometimes it is good to check in and see if that's maybe coming from a stress perspective or maybe you had something tough happen to you this week and you're carrying it like in your body. Me like adjusting my shoulders right now. I know. No, literally, <laughs> as I was doing it in therapy, I was like, whoa, you know, like she was like bringing me through I it. I could, like, feel myself like moving my body, like trying to really think of how I was feeling. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's a good thing to do every so often. Um, I've actually been doing it every day and it relaxes me so much that like it helps me fall asleep at night. Yeah, I do I, that before I sleep. Yeah. And I realize I'm like, my mind is wandering a little bit, not in a bad way, but more like I'm able to relax and let go and just like mm-hmm. wander into dream zone. Um, so yeah, that's a very specific method. Um, another one is my therapist called it like the place. And so she said, basically envision a place. It could be somewhere you visited before or something you invent or maybe a mixture of both. And this place is where you go to feel peace and feel comfort. And so she had me describe it, right? And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, what can you smell? What can you see? What can you feel on your skin? What are the textures? Basically just describing it in more and more detail until you have the association of like pure calmness and peace and zen. Mm-hmm. Like when you envision that place. And also attaching like a quick few word description of it, like so that you can think of like, let's say it's a log cabin in like a getaway cabin, right? And you've been mm-hmm. there, you loved how it was. And so this phrase would be like log cabin in the woods. And so anytime you're in like a stressful situation, you should hypothetically just be able to like say that one line in your head and mm-hmm. then be brought back to that peaceful place and of course yeah. it might take a few minutes it take take a while but um that's another thing that I've been doing and I think I think something with spring as well like we were talking about how winter is a bit of a slower season I think things can also get stressful in the spring where you're like excited to go everywhere and you know the weather's warmer and then maybe you get more motivated at work and then I think stress can also ca- happen And you can also get a little bit more frazzled. So I think these two methods are good grounding methods to kind of make sure that you're not um, kind of flailing around and going all over the place mentally. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then one more kind of just 
in general, journaling as always, I think is a great tool um, to always have a check-in with yourself. And actually, sometimes I like to read my old journal entries. I do that too. Reflect back. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like I was in a really different place. And sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, that was like so nice that I had such a moment of joy. And then other times I'm like, oh, like I'm so proud of where I am now and I've overcome this obstacle. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, those are come up some of my things that I've been top of mind. Um, but what about you, Annie? Um, so before I get into mental health, I just want to say one more yeah. thing about cleaning effectively in the spring. And I heard this method from like um, this girl on Instagram. What is it? What is her name? Oh, Christian Johns. And she's like the queen of like cleaning and like being at peace in your house, like just such an ultimate homebody. And her cleaning tip that she said on a podcast that I listened to is that you should just look at cleaning as like a daily ritual. So like before you sleep, you'll like like pick up and clean throughout your entire house especially the kitchen so that when you wake up it's like you you have a clean kitchen and if you do that consistently every day like when your deep cleaning days do come it's like you're not focusing on those surface level cleaning things and you're actually cleaning like the deeper things which is what like deep cleaning should be and so I've really started to do that where it's like at night before I sleep, I always go into the kitchen to make sure like all the dishes are cleared, like food is put away. And obviously I'm not perfect. Like I don't do this every day, but I try my best to because you just wake up with like just a better mindset towards like your space and especially my desk. Like I need to clear everything off of it when I finish working because I accumulate like a bunch of random things and to just keep it there. It's almost like your cluttered mind is not like cleaned physically in front of you especially if you're like a work from home person like having a clear desk at the end of the day is so important Mm -hmm. and I know people who like will put away all their like office equipment on the weekends so they don't even see like their laptop and stuff for the weekend and so it's like that's the weekday and now this is the weekend and my desk like they put away their keyboard like maybe their monitor is still up but every like the their work laptop in the closet just so it's like physically not in front of you and honestly like I might start doing that like yeah have a basket in the closet where I just put like all my work stuff and then when the week day comes back pull it out Mm. so those are definitely yeah good tips um to kind of like segment in your mind Mm -hmm. or kind of a spring ritual and you were kind of talking about how in the spring like it can be really stressful and people start becoming go 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 all of a sudden and I'm trying to channel like the opposite of that this year where instead of like going super intense at everything I'm gonna channel like ultimate relaxation in like my like mind body and spirit in like every way that I can yeah. Like I'm so sick of like making my anxiety like my identity. Yeah. Like I'm just so sick of that and I just want to channel this peaceful, serene 
sense of self to when people come and talk to me they're like wow you're so like relaxed and like you're so calm and that's really something that I've been trying to work on and so I've been trying to do like more yoga and pilates which is like a very low impact like mind Mm -hmm. and body type of workout instead of being like okay I need to like lift weights and like do all these things and like go hard so that I can like get fit I just don't think that's a good mindset for me Mm -hmm. yeah so I've been trying to channel that um and so we'll see if it actually works it's hard yeah what do you think no I love that I think that's something um another therapist told me like she recommended me to search a patha flow yoga which mm-hmm. is very much that mind and body connection. It's less about like the fitness aspect, which I also wanted to touch on where like I follow this um, yoga slash advocacy um, woman on Instagram. And she has a lot of content about the way yoga has been so gentrified recently. I mean, not even recently, like within the past 10, 15 years and ways to be intentional with like the yoga that you're practicing and how like it should never be around fitness and it's about like that mind-body connection that you're talking about um so I think it's really awesome that you're able to like seek that out and that's something that you want to do because I think a lot of things have become misconstrued of like putting the word yoga on it but it's like it's really Pilates it's really like exercise it's something else like there's no really need to call it yoga um but that's definitely something that I've always wanted to do and it's been in like the back of my head but I think I just like I don't know it's one of those things that I've been putting off and like I really want to actually be intentional about um but yeah definitely something on my radar it's really hard like I tried medit like you just have to find what works for you honestly like I tried meditating and it doesn't work like okay it worked like for a little bit at the time that I needed it but now it's like okay, it's still good, but, like, I don't need it right now. Like, it kind of bores me. Um, I tried walking. Like, people were telling me I need to, like, take way more walks. Like, I didn't like walking. Like, I really didn't feel, like, that relaxation that people tend to feel when they, like, go walking. Like, I'll just kind of stroll around, and I'll feel better because, like, I'm outdoors. But in terms of, like, mind clearing, I didn't feel like walking. I felt like when I was walking, I would just, like, think about 50 different scenarios and like just start analyzing like different scenarios in my head so that was not useful I think yoga has been useful for me now is because yeah like especially if it's in front of an instructor because they'll be like okay you inhale in this movement Mm -hmm. and you exhale in this movement like you literally can't think about anything else but like your breath and your movement and that's been like really useful to just like calm the nervous system but yeah yeah I've been like coming off of my anxiety meds and I'm like okay I need to like come up with new ways to like embrace like relaxation and calmness in my life and Mm -hmm. we've been trying our best to do that with yoga Um, but I'm trying to think like is there other things that like aren't active like yeah there is like journaling but like I don't think that's for me yeah yeah I feel that I think like 
there's I totally agree with you about meditation like for me I think my ADHD tendencies make meditation very hard for me like it's really hard for me not to think of everything Mm -hmm. and like you were saying with that class like it really forces you to think about your breath and your body and your movement that's like exactly what I need um but other than journaling I think there's definitely other methods I'm just like not thinking of them right now okay you can think about it I just thought of another thing that I think everyone should reset in the spring and it's who you're friends with and your circle Mm. and you know your family basically so you know it's time to rethink some of your friendships (laughs) it's like I've been hearing stories and I'm like how are you still friends with this person? Like Mm -hmm. resetting comes with your space, with your mind, but also who you surround yourself with. Yeah, definitely. Did you see that like article? Oh, I sent it to you. The article about like how this kind of conversation, like I totally agree that you, it's so important to set boundaries and be intentional with who you surround yourself with. But this article was taking the opposite perspective, not really opposite, but a different perspective of this where like therapy talk and boundary talk has turned people into very selfish and like Mm -hmm. not opening up the conversation yeah and I get what they meant by that too because like I think again I totally agree that it's so important to set boundaries but I think it should be an open conversation it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be I can't deal with you anymore you're a toxic friend goodbye right like there needs to be a room for this not even discussion but I think at least like closure right like you can set that boundary and be like this is a breakup this is not like a negotiation right and I think that's totally valid but just by saying point blank like we're done I think is not conducive of like where it needs to go um but what did you think about that like where did you I think like you're allowed to say you're done if you have had multiple conversations with this person and they're just not receptive Mm -hmm. like they just aren't grasping it like like some people just don't have emotional intelligence unfortunately Mm -hmm. and I've experienced like a lot of that in my life and some people just don't get it and I feel like there's two methods that you could do it like one is like kind of a therapy method where it's like okay you need to like tell them that like you need to set a boundary like you don't want to be friends with them anymore but the other one can be like um you just silently distance where it's like yeah. you just kind of like pull yourself away which I think that is totally fine too like it's all about your own intuition and what you think you yeah. should do with your friends but definitely like you know in this season I have been thinking a lot about like my friendships like who I'm friends with like really thinking about you know like who I surround myself with and just truly cleansing every area of my life from like toxicity and like my parents are coming soon like in a couple weeks which I mentioned yeah and I've already been like trying to think of like healthy ways that I can like communicate with them and Mm -hmm. like have them in my life without like causing a huge argument because every time they come like we have a huge argument about something yeah and I'm thinking this time I don't want arguing like I just want peace and like I said I'm trying to channel relaxation not chaos in my life 
Like, I don't, this isn't the time for confrontation because they're only here for like 10 days. Like, let's just enjoy our time together and we can like have discussions like later on. Um, because I just don't need that in my life right now. I'm not, that's not like something that I need to do. And so I've been thinking like, how can I like set boundaries with them without being like disrespectful? Like without just like, so one big thing is I used to like always, always go to them for their opinion. And I used to like take their opinions like really harshly and want to like change my own opinion. Like I do this a lot, like not just with my parents, but with you, Chen, like with my friends, like even with you, like Mm -hmm. I'll ask you like, what color dress should I get? And you'll say red, but I actually want blue. And then I'll be like, okay, Cheyenne said she want, like she likes red better. Like, so I, now I have to like change my mind because she thinks it's better. Like, just so stupid. And so what I've been trying to do is now when they come, instead of asking them for their opinion, I'm going to come, either I'm going to come up with my opinion first. Like I have already made my decision. And then just have like a little bit of opening room for like their opinion, but I'm not going to like change my already decided choice based off what they say. So I'm going to be like, okay, so like I've decided like I am going to like buy this water bottle. Like, what do you think? And so it doesn't turn into like some sort of argument because they're like, no, you shouldn't buy it. I'm like, well, too bad. I already decided I'm going to get it. But like, I just want to hear what you think. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. yeah no I totally get it I think that's like definitely a transition we've kind of departed from like spring transition but I think it's almost like an, a life transition of adulthood where your mentality of your parents kind of changes where depending on how you grew up like some people envision their parents as their teacher and their ultimate like bounce off board of like you're saying with these opinions and stuff and I think at least for me it might have been a little earlier like there's a phase where I'm no longer asking permission I'm more like kind of telling that like informing them of my decision right and I do appreciate that my parents have put a lot of trust in me and they don't necessarily advise otherwise um they might have like a few words of caution but they know that no matter what I'm kind of going to do my own thing because if I'm telling them then I've basically already decided Mm -hmm. right and um I think that's kind of just how I've led my life but there's definitely other styles of communication and similar as you're saying like with friends um I think it's interesting to like consider how much other people's opinions and judgments like how much you let them affect you and your ultimate decision uh, but like you said going back to the spring reset I think just evaluating like how much that is helping you and serving you not in a transactional way like that your friends are only there to serve yeah. you but more like is it causing good in your life or is it taking energy away right and are you putting more energy or are you receiving the same amount of energy back from your friends? Right. And I think that is something very important to set intentions with as you move forward into a new season of the year, a new season of your life. Um, But yeah, 
No, I totally get it. Yeah. Honestly, and well, like it's a season of like making new friends because I'm yeah. getting bored. <laughs> I feel that. Honestly, yeah, I think we should have another discussion about this in another episode, but like friendships as young adults, I think is a very interesting I topic. I know. Yeah. Like winter was just very, you know, alone and kind of lonely and yeah. I'm ready for spring, for summer to be with friends again. Yeah. Those are important too. No, for sure. I think we've had a very nice like tying off and segue into thinking of our future and the way we make space for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, why don't we take a couple minutes now to write our letter? Um, so we're using this. I've used it before and it's called futureme.org. And so you can write whatever you want to, Annie, but um, what I like to do is start off with some context of like where I'm at in life now and then whatever I might want to say to my future self uh, from there. And then last time I did this, I totally forgot. And I looked at my email and I thought it was spam. I was like, what is this? And then I opened it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so nice. Like, wow. <laughs> Uh, okay, when yeah. should I have it delivered? Six months? Ten years? How does it remember that long? Damn. Well, this is just like automated. Um, I think I'm going to do six months because I think within six months, things are going to be very different already. Okay, when is that? So that'll be October? Yes, April, May, June, July, August. Okay. Yeah, October. So should we read like should we read out loud what we're gonna say or what's the I think vibe let's here? Keep it to ourselves first, and then when it comes in the mail, we can read it out loud. Okay, or like in our email. Sounds yes. good. Okay, I think we sent the emails to ourselves. Yes, I am confirming. I think writing it was interesting. I basically just described like in the beginning like what my life is like now um what I hope my life will be in six months and uh -huh. like some encouraging notes at the end yeah no I always like this exercise because I think it's very hard to picture picture yourself in the future and this like allows me to almost like daydream a little and I'm like oh I wonder like where I'll be when I open this and I really like kind of like speaking to myself in a way that I would speak to my friend. And that's something mm -hmm. that I want to do more of because I really love uplifting my friends and empowering them and validating them and their experience, no matter what it is. But I never do that with myself. Yeah. And I think this exercise like pushes me to do so. And I'm going to be in a very drastically different place, I'm sure, when I open this. And so I'm very much looking forward to, like, receiving that affirmation for myself. Right. Um, but, yeah, I would recommend that anyone do this just by yourself with a group of friends. Um, yeah, it's a fun exercise that gets your gears going. I think that 
I won't have many drastic changes in six months. I think I'll still be here, obviously. I still have my lease here. Yeah. Um, and I'm still going to have the same job, I think. But I think I'm going to enter into the next phase of my life. Yeah. And yeah. people Definitely. will figure it out. Yeah. All right. All right. So thank you for tuning into our podcast episode today. We'd love to hear from you. So be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from. You can check us out on Instagram at barelyadulting.pod. We'll talk to you later.